This is Boat Crew RPG with Jackalope. Alright, rest of the night passes relatively calm. Morgan, Ziggy, wake up feeling alright. Ronnie, we're all very well aware that you drank more than both of them combined on night number one. You're awake too, but it's not quite as good of a morning. Yeah, Ronnie kind of sits up from the couch. He maybe moved around during the night because, again, he doesn't quite fit in most places. So he sits up. He's got that crank in his neck. He's feeling a little foggy, very much so sleepy. He, He wakes up with that gravelly voice. And because Ronnie doesn't really eat meals, he's kind of the type of person that just snacks all day. And last night, all he did was drink and do shrooms. He just kind of wakes up with this ravenous appetite, which for him translates into he really needs a bag of chips and a you know packet of Pop-Tarts. But he sits up, he kind of looks around, and you could tell just by looking at him, he's not in the best mood. All right. So Ronnie is awake and looking for chips. Sky outside is pretty gray compared to yesterday, relatively Real cloud cover. Morgan and Ziggy are probably already figuring out something that they wanted. Maybe some frozen pancakes and, and or a big old thing of waffles in the toaster oven. You know, lazy, easy breakfast food. Morgan, were you going to bring things up that you'd seen, I believe, is where we were headed? Uh, yeah, I, I assume Ronnie uh, is going to complain long before I even bring it up. <laughs> yeah, he was up late and, you know, when the internet was still up, he was on the, you know, cryptid forums kind of bragging about actually seeing a jackalope and promising that tomorrow when his his friend, the photographer who captured these amazing photos downloaded the pictures and you know he got a copy of it he was going to post it to prove everyone blah 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 blah. so when he gets up and he's looking for his chips the first thing he does is grab his phone like the addict that he is and try to check to see if anyone has added any more responses and he sees that the internet is down and he just goes kind of wide-eyed he does the usual refreshing, disconnecting, rebooting, turning his phone off and on. And now he's seeming like a little bit annoyed and a little bit panicked. And he looks at Morgan and goes, what the fuck's up with the internet? What Did you turn something off last night? No, it went out when the rabbits decided to have fun in the satellite dish. The what did what now? You know, they they did their thing and knocked it over. Did it break? Tell me nothing broke. No idea. And you just choose, you, you didn't think to bring it up to anybody? I mean, I'm bringing it up now. We can go outside now and fix it. Uh, and he just kind of grumbles. He grabs his bag of chips and he opens it a little bit more brutishly than he normally would. So chips kind of get all over the table and that seems to piss him off even more. So he's just not a morning person. He's feeling really sour. He's going to kind of grab a chip off the table, chew on it, look at Ziggy and say, did you know about this? No, mm, I'm nope. And he will bring over a cup of extremely strong black coffee and put it in front of Ronnie. 
and continue making waffles or whatever. Yeah, that offering is basically a lifesaver because Ronnie exists on sugar, caffeine, drugs, and alcohol. It's just a fine balancing act he's got going for himself of, you know, mood regulation. So he just starts drinking the coffee, even though it's hot enough to burn. And he just kind of closes his eyes, trying to count to 10 in his head to calm down and says, okay, so after we're done breakfast, we're all in agreement that we're going to go fix a satellite dish, right? Yeah, sure. I had nothing better to do today. Morgan, maybe you should stay behind and just, you know, not exert yourself too much. He says, even though she's probably the most fit of the group, but he could just imagine her yanking something because she doesn't know what it does. And then the satellite dish breaks and then they're really shit out of luck. Morgan rolls her eyes. Look, I know where all the tools are. We're going to get it figured out and you can... You can do the honor of pressing the refresh button, uh, I guess. The refresh button, right. Uh, look, uh, you can come help. Certainly you know the lay of the land better than any of us, but when it comes to the technology, just kind of leave it to me, if that's okay with you. Okay, okay whatever. Sure. All right. Everyone heads outside into the gray, dewy morning Grass is slick, and as you survey the satellite dish up close and personal, you can see that all that bouncing around on it seems to have damaged the hinge that holds the satellite up at the right angle. And worse than that, when it tilted over on its side, it bent the central arm of the satellite that wonderful little arm that sticks out and has a little cone on the end of it that the satellite focuses all the radio into. It's just bent a little bit off center now, which is a very nasty piece of work to try to rearrange to get the satellite back up and even pointing at itself to find the right point in the sky to point at the satellite. But I'm sure somebody's got some kind of a technology or science skill that they could use to try to fix this thing, right? Well, Ronnie is very good with computers. I've got three dots in computers with a specialty in data retrieval, which I can't retrieve data. There's no internet. But um, And I also have uh, one point in science. Ziggy also has some computer skills, but mostly because he also needs to edit all his pictures. Um so that also does not really help with uh, with satellites, I think. Morgan has two dots in crafts. <laughs> and crafts would be honestly the kind of skill necessary to physically craft a thing back into better shape. Oh, damn, you're right. Ziggy has four dots in crafts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we can do here is a wonderful little bit of teamwork role. You guys can... Head over to the shed, see what kind of tools you can find. One of you takes the lead and the others roll to help them. Every success on a helper die gives one die to the role of the person taking the lead for the big doer die on the satellite. So to help us out a little bit more, I did say that I took pictures or that Ziggy took pictures of the cabin and everything around. Um, If he looks up one of those pictures... 
can we see where the disc was aimed at so that it is easier to focus on the precise bit of sky that we need to focus on? That is a really, really right question. And the answer is you would be able to get a pretty rough idea from the pictures. Now, it's not going to be perfectly dialed in from a picture alone, but you have a much better chance with those photographs than without them. So I guess I roll for assistance and pick out all the tools with my crafts knowledge. Sure. And then I can pick it up as the actual doing together with with the photos and stuff. That sounds good. And both of you will have one extra die on your rolls because there's a reasonable selection of tools that are not in horrible shape, it turns out, in the shed. Some your uncle did have you know, normal pliers, hammers, screwdrivers, wrenches, stuff like that. So you aren't totally out of luck here. But which attribute uh, do I get to use? This is an intelligence roll, I'd say. So I rolled a 10. Then I rolled a 10, and then I rolled a 10, and then I rolled a 2. So I think that's three successes. That is totally three successes. Okay, so I added three extra dice to my roll, and I got one, two, three, four, five successes. You got a total of an exceptional success there. So between Morgan and Ziggy, you're not only able to find the right tools, but you're able to actually get the satellite roughly pointed at the correct area of the sky again to bring back Wi-Fi because that was a really impressive roll. Ronnie, press reset. Hang on, hang on. So he starts tinkering around on his phone and, you know, looking at the satellite, etc. And then he just kind of like raises his fist in the air quietly. And that's his sign that it's working again because he's immediately going to his forums and seeing what the hell they're saying and doing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Awesome. I'm coming down. Can we say with our exceptional success that we kind of reinforced uh, how the satellite dish is set up so that that it doesn't get knocked over as easily anymore? You were definitely able to like tighten everything in. I mean, the satellite itself had one or two cables that were going from the edge of it to the ground and you, are able to replace those, which will lock it in place a little better. It looks like at least one of the steel cables had been gnawed through. Must have been rusty. Ronnie kind of notices the nibbling and he goes, oh, come on. I'm not all here for, you know, hurting wild animals, especially the cool ones, but they can't be doing this to me. Just chew any other cord. Why this one? I'll be honest with you. If that happens again tomorrow night, I'm not sure I can fix it again. Yeah, and if we don't have internet, I hate to break it to you guys, but I'm driving the hell out of here. I can't survive in this woo-woo kumbaya world without internet. As much as I do like this woo-woo kumbaya world, I wouldn't blame you. So if tonight it goes down, just know first thing tomorrow morning when I wake up, You've got a choice to make. Either I drive to town, which is like two hours away, you know, get myself a place and come back for you guys at the end of the week, or we all pack in my car and call it quits. But I'm telling you that right now, because I'm not the best in the morning, especially without internet. So if this happens again, either I come pick you up at the end of the week, or we all leave at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Just let's let's just see how the rest of today goes, and then tonight we will already make a preemptive deci- decision on this, and I will make sure that you have plenty of coffee, whatever we choose. 
thanks. That's all I ask. And he just kind of starts shuffling back. He's not even paying attention where he's walking. So someone's probably going to have to turn his shoulders to aim the right way as he walks because he's just face deep in his phone. All right. Ronnie's going to be staying at the cabin a lot, I'm betting. Are Morgan and Ziggy going to be enjoying the outside world or are they staying at the cabin all day too? I think Morgan is kind of grumpy with how things have been going. Uh, so it kind of depends on Ziggy's mood. Well, Ziggy is feeling fine. Like, yeah, not everything is running smoothly, but they're in a they're in a in a cabin in the woods. And I think Ziggy knows Morgan well enough and he kind of knows Ronnie-ish, but not super well. So it was to be expected. He's not gonna let that bring him down at least. Yeah, so my assumption is that if Ziggy is up for it, the two of them will do something outdoors. I don't know. Grab one of the canoes or just walk around the lake for pictures, try to find cool bucks and birds. Yeah, Ziggy is down. He wanted to uh, to hold his end of the promise to make uh, gorgeous pictures for Instagram for Morgan anyway. So, yeah, the sunlight is great today now that all the mist has cleared up. So we can just go. So she she can get her picture of her looking great in the kayak on this lake, her hair in the wind. <laughs> yeah, and leaning against a tree and then in such a way that you cross your legs weirdly. And it's not a comfortable position, but your boobs and your and your butt will be in the picture at the same time. So it's worth it. All the Instagram poses. She's doing yoga in the sun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And there is at least one picture where they found a clearing in the forest where there's just a little bit of light filtering through the leaves and it just creates this whole fairy tale setting. And it's just perfect. All right. Like that shot was the last one you guys did as you start hiking back towards the house. And I would like a wits and survival role from our wilderness explorers. Does my camping specialty count? I will say yes under the circumstances. Ziggy is just enamored by nature. I rolled a two, so that's no successes. And that's four successes for Morgan. Absolutely wonderful. Morgan, it's as though you've been out here for your whole life or something. And as you're heading back, you notice a bit of a buzz of flies, that kind of thing. And see off the trail a ways. What looks like a deer carcass. So she has a good amount of like morbid curiosity. So she's going to get close. This deer looks like it's been torn up by a bunch of scavengers or something. It's pretty heavily eaten and they did not leave a lot of it behind. It's pretty hollowed out. Flies buzzing around it. It stinks though. And to really investigate the scene, I'll give you one more survival check. This one's not a camping specialty, but one more survival check. Wits again? Yes. You find rabbit tracks. You find rabbit tracks around the deer. Bunch of them. Some of them the same size as the ones from yesterday. Some larger. Much larger. Damn, look at that. I point at the tracks specifically. What? Oh, God. That explains the smell. Uh, what? What happened to this? Deer. Is it a deer? Can't even see. 
I was assuming wolves because I mean in these areas around here wolves thrive pretty pretty well. Um but that again looks like rabbit tracks pretty huge. Oh yeah. Well that little one that was on the porch yesterday, when I took the picture, it had like it had opened its mouth to lunch at me and and I took the picture so I can I could just see all the teeth and stuff and it just they were all pointy and like they're almost like like my dogs, you know. It was just that's not that's not what a rabbit looks like. So I like I guess that could explain it. Uh I mean anyway, how are you feeling about the whole situation that we have? Like obviously dangerous predators around here. I, I, I don't know, like they've not They've not attacked us yet, not unprovoked. So like, that's usually how you deal with wildlife, right? Just leave them be and, and, and don't touch them. Don't look at them. Just do not provoke them and they leave you alone. They're probably more scared of us than we are of them. It depends. I mean, if they're like really hungry, it's entirely possible they break into our kitchen. Yeah. That one from yesterday looked really thin, though. Exactly. And uh, it got easily provoked. Like, apparently, it assumed we were, like, dangerous. I mean, I don't know. Let's just discuss with Ronnie. He seems to know about these kinds of things. And then he he wanted to leave anyway tomorrow, or at least maybe. And then we'll just go for the option of leaving instead of going for him picking us up later. Yeah. Yeah, I think I need to get in contact with my uncle. So let's just head to the cabin and I'll try to reach out. Yeah, I think I have enough pictures for today. Uh, let's go. And as you guys get back to the cabin, the sun is definitely setting now. The clouds have been rolling back in, so there's not going to be a lot of light tonight. And Ronnie, you found that somebody hacked the good channels. I don't know if you've been watching them or not, but what do they come back to at the cabin? Well, Ronnie probably spent his day like on his phone, his laptop, the TV. He's one of those people that has to toggle between different devices to, you know, keep his serotonin level somewhat up. And, you know, while they were gone, he was definitely getting into some channels. That's for sure. Because, you know, he came here to do one thing and Morgan's definitely shooting him down at every turn. So he was trying to have some alone time between, you know, shit posting on the forums about how he's got this great photo. He's going to prove everyone wrong. He's kind of on his phone at the same time, you know, trying to send messages to other cryptid buddies of his, you know, cryptozoologists and the like. And then halfway through vibing, the channels get hacked and he tries to change the channels and all the good channels are gone. So now he's real pissed because they, he spent all his morning out in this, you know, humidity, his hair feels gross. Everything about him feels gross. Getting this satellite together with Ziggy and Morgan. And just when he has time to enjoy the technology, another thing's going down. So being the the kind of person he is, he's not going to stand by this. He's going to find out who hacked it. Um, I would like to know how I can use my data retrieval computer specialty to do that. 
All right, this is going to be an intelligence computer role to be able to figure out what's going on with the network. And luckily, data retrieval, I will allow to work on this one. And apparently, I come up with nothing. You realize that Uncle Jim didn't, you know, give you guys the password to the router. He gave you the password to get on the internet, you know? He didn't give you the password to mess with the cable box there for the satellite dish. Or worse, the only possible thing you can guess with no real success on it is maybe somebody realized that Uncle Jim's account had more channels than it was supposed to. Oh, yeah. So Ronnie is pretty furious. I mean, he's glad to still have internet, but the TV was kind of what was keeping his attention somewhat focused throughout this whole thing. So when Ziggy and Morgan kind of walk in, he is standing up like cursing. He's got his laptop on his hand. He's typing furiously. He's looking at the TV, but he's just guessed the password wrong too many times. So he slams his laptop close and he chucks it at the couch. Um, and while he is dressed, you do notice that like his pants are unbuttoned and unzipped as he's just standing there with his hands on his face and just sheer frustration and rage. Siggy walks in, sees this, says, nope, nope. Morgan, you can deal with this. I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this. Uh, that's just going not it's that that's not gonna go well and he walks back out <laughs> so morgan takes in the scenery so i was gonna try to call my uncle anything i need to tell him yeah as a matter of fact yeah the the, the tv just stopped working somebody is hacking into his stuff so i'm gonna guess your uncle's not really paying for five thousand channels not that i blame him stick it to the man but somebody out here just hacked his shit. All the good channels are gone. Like f- freaking PBS is what we've got here. Reading freaking Rainbow from the 80s and 90s. I'm, I'm about to lose my mind. We just spent all morning fixing the stupid satellite. We have internet. And now the TV's not working. I just feel like something is trolling us. There's somebody around here with a jammer or something. I don't know what they're doing but they're just fucking with us and I can't fix it because I can't hack into it because your uncle didn't even give us the right set of passwords. Okay. I'm going to call him now. So uh, can I actually call him or is it just a text message? uh, You call, you get like five rings voicemail. You're going to leave a message or you're going to try again. Yeah, I'm going to leave him a message like, hey, this is Morgan trying to reach you. Uh, we have some issues at the cabin and I'm trying to text him as well and give him like the uh, short version like this, a rabbit infestation that knocked over uh, the the satellite dish and ate through the new screen door. Uh, they seem really aggressive and um, like... I think they uh, got into a deer and then question mark, exclamation mark. Also, your channels were blocked. All right. Five, 10, 15 minutes pass and you get a text back. Just turn off the internet, period. Jimmy's getting questioned right now, period. It's Aunt Jane, period. Like literally just like one cent- one thing. New line, new line, new line. Somebody found the cabin on Google Maps. They told the rangers, he's talking to the lawyer. We might be in trouble. 
don't get attention. I'd said like a seven text. exclamation points on that last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are heading home. Then I sent that as a text. Okay. Just turn everything off before you leave. Period. 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 Okay. <laughs> Incomprehensible garble. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to try to like call everyone into the main room where uh, I assume Ronnie's still trying to like get through anything with his devices. Yeah, and the sun is well and truly down at this point. You got a good dark going on outside. All right. Um, big problems. So my uncle got in trouble. I assume that's why the channels uh, stopped working. And my aunt wants us to clean everything up, turn everything off and head home. Did you just say that we're going to clean everything up, turn everything off and go home? Do you remember how many hours we drove to get here just to have one day of nothing happening and another day of frustration happening and then drive all that fucking time back home? I didn't want it like this either. And I, I, I'm going to give you money for gas and, uh, you know, I don't know, extra for the time, I guess. I don't need your fucking money. And he seems like very offended by that. He's got this a bit of a complex as he is not from a very well-off family. And he dresses kind of slummy, but that's by choice, not because, you know, he's poor or anything. But he does kind of give off this vibe of, you know, hobo chic. And he just kind of like seems very offended by that. He's like, I don't need your fucking money. It's not about the money, Morgan. It's not all about fucking money. It's about that we drove here. We were going to have a good time. We were going to have a good time. And he seems like very focused on the fact that this was going to be a very fun trip and things were going to happen. And then now the opposite is happening. So he goes, so your uncle got caught. What does that mean? It's like, are the feds coming out here or something? I have no idea. I don't, I just don't want to be involved with it. And and don't forget, don't forget, we found that deer corpse in the forest. It was just ripped to shreds by those bunny things what do you mean what are you talking about yeah so the reason we were home so early and didn't catch the golden hour of photograph which is extremely sad um was we found a deer corpse and it was completely ripped to shreds and it had like it, it again had bunny trails all around it and when i took a picture yesterday there was one of them that just like that just showed the big teeth like 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 a like a wolf or like a, like my dog like not like a rabbit even I know that so rather than be afraid or surprised in any way he kind of looks a little bit excited and says dude you've got to upload those pictures send them to me I've got to post them to the forum and you know I, I guess you guys don't read up on this stuff but I mean yeah they're not they may look like bunnies but they don't eat like bunnies I mean the freaking jackalopes they eat meat. Yeah, you could have told us that yesterday. That would have been nice. But also, I didn't bring my freaking laptop. I was going to to edit all of these when I was home. So I, as much as I want to send you those pictures right now, we're not going to get the, you those pictures until we are home. God but if damn you, it. I, I agree with you. Like, I also was here to have a freaking good time and to just hang out with some pals. But... That's not gonna happen. Not over here. We can, you know, what we could do? We could just drive to that to that village. It's like 
two hours away. That's about halfway. We can just stop for the night there. We can move from there. Yeah, at that Ronnie like claps aggressively and like like just one clap and then points at Ziggy like he just had the best idea ever and says, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to get our shit. We're going to get in the car. We're going to ride into town. And I don't care if it's Boomsville 5000 up in there. We're going to find a way to have a good time. It's senior fucking year. We've made it through that shithole school. We're going to have a good time. And he seems like very aggressive about this. And as he shouts time that second time it's echoed with a good old clap of thunder and the sound of the rain breaking into the trees damn it do you really want to drive in this weather we can't drive now it's too late anyway i mean and i already had you know stuff so i'm not exactly fit to drive and god knows morgan would drive us into a freaking tree and you go to bed early Like, we're not going to be able to head out now. Like, first thing in the morning, light of dawn, I'm going to pop, like, three Red Bulls, and we're going to be good to go. So let's just get some sleep. And he kind of sees Morgan looking up between her phone and the group. So he kind of looks towards her and says, let me guess, the feds are on the way. Morgan kind of shrugs. Possibly. I'd be... uh... I'd be glad if you helped me clean up a few things. We're supposed to dump some, I guess, illegal moonshine in unlabeled bottles. I assume if you want, you can take the Jack Daniels and whatever with you. Yeah, we're not dumping the booze. Are you kidding me? That's going in my trunk. That's what's going to help us have a good time in Boonesville 5000. You can have all the labeled stuff. What's wrong with taking the bathtub gin with us? No idea, but I'm going to throw it out. That's probably the best stuff. That's probably why he wants you to throw it out. He probably laced it with something gimme. And he just starts looking through all the bottles to grab as many as he can and walk to his room to kind of, you know, put him in his uh in his bag. And as he's walking, because his pants are unbuttoned and, you know, unzipped, they kind of start riding down his hips and he's waddling his way to the room with all the booze. Oh, for God's sake, pull that up. He's training for prison. Yeah, I guess. Here, let me help you. And then uh, Ziggy moves over to the kitchen and starts helping Morgan clean up there. While they're at it, they're probably going to make some dinner as well, because it's probably around dinner time too. Yeah, uh, use up all the leftovers, um, then start turning off, I don't know, gas connections to the stovetop and try to keep everything clean. Yeah, I mean, you can turn off a lot of things in the morning. Yeah. And Ronnie, did you take both of the unlabeled bottles? Oh, yeah. It, are he you, specifically oh, went for those first. Are you opening either of them tonight? Uh, probably not, unless he's staying up late. He knows he has to be fit to drive first thing in the morning. So, and depending on what he already took. But if something keeps him up at night, yeah, he's going to hit that stash. Okay, just checking in advance. Thank you. You know what sucks? We had planned to do the grill today and all of this meat is just going to go to waste. He kind of comes back out of the room and he like angrily whispers at Ziggy. He's like, you know what really sucks? I was planning to get laid, but somebody took the biggest bed and has been cock blocking me at every turn. What? 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 Oh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, please don't act like you didn't know. Why well, the fuck else would I come to Kumbaya land? I don't know. 
I don't know why you were here. I thought you were here to just have a good time. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say to you. So you never asked me for the bed. You could have you could have just said, hey, I'm I'm after Morgan. Get out. And I just have spontaneously changed my mind. Well, I'm telling you now. Can you spontaneously change your mind tonight? I can spontaneously change my mind tonight. That's fine. All you have to do is ask. Solid. Thanks. You're welcome. But I do want to say, I don't get, like, as a friend... I don't get the feeling that Morgan is into you. Just be ready for not sharing the bet with anyone. If How about this? I'll make you a deal. If she's not into it, you can have the bed back because I don't really care about the bed. It's about who's in the bed. Ziggy is about to make a comment on how that could just as well be arranged on a single bed. It just bites his tongue. It's like, deal. And with that, he kind of goes to Morgan and says, hey, um, Ziggy decided he's, you know, he tosses and turns too much in that big bed. So he's going to kind of take my bunk. And, you know, I'm being so tall and all. And he kind of emphasizes his height by standing up straight. Chicks dig that. So, you know, being so tall and all, I'm just going to grab the big bed. I figured, you know, you've been cramped on that little bed. If you want to share the big bed tonight, it's open. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> There's like a sad male tear in his eye as he just turns around and shrink, like just shrinks again, shrinks his shoulders and just dejectedly walks back towards Ziggy and says, you can have the fucking bed. I'll be in my room. And then he just slams his door shut. As he walks away, he gets a pat on the back from Ziggy. I'm very sad that I told you so. So. You guys decide to grill all the meat tonight so it'll transport better? Is that the plan? If we can do so without getting extremely wet from the rain and the the thunder, then probably. Well, the grill is just under the edge of that porch outside, and it looks like you can probably get away with it. The rain's coming relatively straight down. It's not too windy right now. So you head out to do some grilling in a thunderstorm. Because that is exactly as intelligent as high school grads are. And it's actually kind of fun. I will give everyone a few moments for that. If there's anything you want to enjoy about that experience of sizzle, sizzle, grill, and the occasional boom in the background. Man, it really sucks. We're finally, gonna, we're finally getting that camping experience that we're going to leave tomorrow. Yeah, but but I really don't want to be here when the police eventually shows up. Um, I feel like this is probably bad timing for that right before college. Yeah, no, I agree. But still, we should do this tomorrow, but then like in the town. Yeah, we'll find something nice. I assume it's going to be a bit pricey, but eh. Ronnie, can you pass me the next plate of stuff? He's just kind of, you know, still shrunk shoulders, looking defeated. He grabs the plate and just passes it on to Ziggy. He probably has a joint in his hand and he's smoking a joint outside. You may or may not have found a small box of hash hidden under a ra- little rafter. He's doing the typical uh, drug thing. 
We need to safely dispose of this before the police shows up. That's definitely how he rolls. He's like, we're not going to throw this stuff out. This is good stuff. I mean, if he offers, Ziggy is not like not too prude to actually accept and join in, uh, even though he is still working the grill. Yeah, he's he's earned it. You know, he kind of did the bro thing and let Ronnie have his chance, even though, you know, obviously it wasn't meant to be his time. So he'll kind of just, you know, take a hit and pass it to Ziggy. He could probably, you know, use some chill. He missed his golden hour after all. Yeah, and he got scared shitless by a freaking rabbit. So he will he will gladly accept and pass back. All right, as everyone's trying to wind down and have way too much meat for their own good, but you're too young for heart attacks. <laughs> Storm is getting a little active, not with the wind, thankfully, still, but just the sound of the thunder. You can see the lightning actually strike out a couple hundred meters into the lake. Beautiful, brilliant strike that lights the entire sky up and turns everything from night to day for a moment. I want everyone to roll wits and composure when that lightning strike happens at minus two. Whoa. One success. So we have one success from Ronnie. I believe two for me. Two for Morgan and nothing for Ziggy. Nothing for Ziggy. Unless the devil's number is all of a sudden an extra bonus, then I have one, but no. Unfortunately, this game is not based on religious principles and apocrypha. Ah, damn it. No, you guys, Morgan and Ronnie, instead of hearing one thunderclap, you notice that there's two loud booms. One from the lake and another from the other side of the cabin that's a bit more subdued. Now, Ronnie knows he's high, but he knows thunder doesn't work that way. So he kind of looks to Ziggy and squints his eyes as if asking, did you hear that? Did you see that? Ziggy seems to be a bit in his own in his own mind at the moment. So clearly he didn't hear it. And he, he did see it, just didn't hear the extra clap. And he'll look at Morgan, even though, I mean, it's Morgan. And he'll say, did you, did you hear that? That second clap? Didn't really sound like an echo. That's not really how thunder and lightning works, though. And he's he was, you know, taking a couple seconds to count in his head, you know, if this this thunder hit once and it took this many seconds for the lightning to strike, the second clap should have yielded lightning by now. So he's kind of wondering if maybe because he's high, that what to him sounds like thunder was just something crashing around them. So he starts kind of standing up and looking around, trying to follow the sound. All right, it's definitely coming from, came from out on the other side of the cabin into the heavy rain, back towards the road out into the wilderness where the old outhouse is and where the beautiful four-wheel drive off-road car you got's parked. So he'll kind of, you know, hand Ziggy the joint before he starts walking around and, um, well, he's not going to take his phone because he's not going to get his phone wet for the flashlight. So he's just kind of walking around the perimeter of the house, seeing if he can see something near his car in the dark, because the last thing he needs is for like a branch or something to have fallen on his car and destroyed his vehicle. All right. Uh, 
Wits and Composure, I believe, will be your big friend once again. You're trying to spot stuff in the dark, in the thunderstorm, and quickly the world is damp. Not as cold as you expected. It is still a hot summer, but very damp. Okay. So I got two successes. All right. You notice that your car looks like it's sitting a little lower to the ground than it did before. A few steps closer, and you can see that it looks like something's been chewing on the tires. And on has became through. Oh, man, that's going <laughs> to piss him off so badly. <laughs> Ronnie's going to just absolutely lose his shit, like have a full-on tantrum when he sees that even one of his tires is flat. And he's just going to start screaming, fuck, fuck, at the top of his lungs. Like, the fucking tires are flat. Like, he's screaming through the rain, hoping, you know, somebody will hear him. If you guys want to try and hear him from the other side of the cabin, which composure, minus one because of all the sound from the storm and all that. And this does start having the danger sense apply, which is an extra two dice, if I remember correctly. In that case, I have three successes. In that case, I got two. Okay. You guys both can hear Ronnie start screaming. And Morgan, especially with that danger sense, you've got a feeling something bad is going on you have this serious sinking feeling in your guts the same kind of feeling you have when the theme music changes ronnie you're having a pretty big temper tantrum right now i'm gonna have you make one last wits and composure roll to be aware of your surroundings it is at a minus two with the mood you're in you are screaming after all you are throwing a fit Oh my God, I'm having that shit with Tillman again, where like, it just keeps, I keep getting tens and then I re-roll and then I keep getting tens. One, two, three, four, five successes. We're also re-rolling three dice instead of one die for the 10. Fuck my life, hang on. Let's just call it, you got multiple successes, so that's enough, okay? (laughs) Okay. All I needed was to see you succeed. And when Ronnie screams, cursing, stamp the ground, Looks like he's about to punch his car. Thinks, no, I'm not doing anything else to my baby here. Looks again. There are eyes glittering in the darkness. There are eyes lit up by a thunder strike attached to that rabbit again. That jackalope. The one with the short, short growing in antlers that you saw before. The antlers look a tiny bit longer. Maybe they're a whole two inches long. And it's looking at you. And it licks its lips. And roll for initiative. Do the rest of us also roll for initiative? Everyone else is going to get to roll next round if okay. they're running over to the screams. After all, you guys are on the opposite side of the cabin. Let's t- time and space. Yep. All right. So remind me again, because usually we skip the initiative mod when we start combat. So you roll 1d10 and you add your initiative mod to it. And that is where you stand. Okay. So six plus four, 10. Okay. Looks like... Ronnie is going second. You look at the jackalope. The jackalope looks at you, licks its lips, and it's jumping straight for you. Ronnie has angered the rabbit gods too many times, it seems. I was on your side! And it takes a bit of a bite out of your outstretched hand for one lethal. 
Okay. I'm, I'm pretty fucking furious right now. I was nothing but kind to these creatures. I was pro giving it beer. I tried to convince everyone that they were good and they weren't going to do anything. But now this thing just took a chunk out of me. I'm pissed. I, I really just want to like snap this thing's neck with my free hand. All right, so to attack it, it's going to be for you a dex plus brawl, and it has a defense of three. So take three dice off your pool. Well, that's not going to be any useful because my dex is two, my brawl is one, so that's three. You take away three. I guess I'm just sticking my finger up my ass. You get a chance sign, that means. You succeed on a 10, you fail on a one. You fail dramatically on a one. So just one straight D10. You got one straight D10. Oh, to the gods. And I got a three. You swing at it and it is a fast little rabbit. It dodges out of the way. Everyone else, you've been responding to the sound of this chaos. You're running around the building and you can now see Ronnie just like tried to kick at that jackalope from before and missed it. Let's have some initiative joining. And remember, a lot of your action is going to be used running over there because you just got within eyesight for this round. I got an 11. So initiative is 1d10 plus the initiative score. Was that a question? Yeah, yeah. And then I have a 9. All right. So order is Jackalope, Ziggy, Ronnie, Morgan, then. Jackalope goes in for another nibble. Now that you really try to attack it, it's getting angry. And two more lethal as it takes a big bite out of Ronnie's shin, like getting its teeth right into the fleshy bit of the calf running behind him. It's a fast and agile little jerk, and it's not liking it right now. Either that or maybe all those drugs have seasoned you up pretty good. Hmm, trying to think. Well, I mean, trying to attack it is moot point. Yeah, and sorry, Ziggy is next. Ziggy, Ronnie, Morgan. Yeah. Siggy is going to yell at Morgan uh, and while he's sprinting towards Ronnie, say, uh, go to the shed and get us something heavy. And then uh, he's going to run towards Ronnie. All right. You will be able to close the distance. So next round, you can definitely strike. If you want to make this a charging attack, you can forego having any defense of if anything else happens this round and instead try and tackle or jump the rabbit somehow oh actually i like that yes let's do that because i i still have i still have quite some health uh so yeah he's going to to try and uh with the momentum he gained from running rip the rabbit off all right the rabbit has a defense of three right now remember defense goes down by one for each attack that happens in a turn so Teamwork makes the dream work. You are the first one. And because you're doing a charge, you are actually getting plus two on your attack roll. So you have a net of minus one to your dice of dex plus brawl. That's two successes. All right. <clears throat> Ziggy runs in, dives forward at Ronnie's legs, not hitting Ronnie, grabbing the jackalope and kind of smashes it good on the ground with that hand the bunny staggers a couple steps ronnie your turn well like i said i can't really 
beat the shit out of it, apparently. So um, I can't kick it. I have like one good leg. What am I going to stand on, dude? We're we're in a we're in a uh, horror movie. You could definitely kick that thing now. <laughs> yeah, you it's only American have football. you only have wound penalties on your last couple boxes. Um, I don't think he's gonna risk it. I think he's gonna try to grab Ziggy and say we have to get back in the cabin. We know there's many of them. As much as he would love to bash that thing's brain in in a fit of rage. Um, he's more concerned about the fact that his hand and his shin are bleeding. And with, you know, lack of use of a hand, he's already at a handicap. Now he's got bitten in the shin. Again, the handicap. He just wants to get the hell inside. All right. So Ronnie's action is going to be getting you guys on the move. Morgan, what are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling like going girls rugby mode. <laughs> And tackle it into uh, the mud and roll over it until it stops breathing. All right. So the rabbit's defense is only two right now. You're also getting your plus two dice. So that cancels out because you're using your full charge there instead of going for the shed. So dex plus brawl. I'll use a willpower point. All right. Three extra dice. Uh, okay. Two successes. <laughs> Hey, it's still good. That's two more levels of bashing on the rabbit. And it's that jackalope is honestly looking pretty dizzy after that. It is not a big thing. It, it looks like you just stunned it a little bit. Start of the next round. Jackalope is right in front of you. You were trying to lie down on it, you said? Yeah, Try basically it. smother it and keep my weight somewhere where doesn't want it because it needs to breathe. Fair enough. Grapples are really funky when we try and make them work properly with size differences and stuff. So we're going to treat it like an attack. I'm still going to let you have your defense because even though you're trying to lay on it, your defense is going to be effectively that you're trying to force its head not to get into you. Keep its legs downward and stuff like that. Sound fair? And one level of lethal as Bunnykins takes one, gets a few claws into you as you are trying to, you know, hold it down, brings us to Ziggy. Ziggy, Ronnie wants everyone to run. Morgan just tackled the rabbit like a pro. What are you thinking? Ziggy sees this overwhelming display of confidence and competence from Morgan. And uh, yeah, he's going to probably run towards the shed just in case, uh, but help Ronnie towards, uh, like at least in the direction of the, in, uh, the entrance of the cabin first. Because he probably needs to be supported by this point. All right. I mean, you help him get a couple steps, but then you're going to be going in opposite directions. We'll let you cross the distance to the shed this turn at a full run. Because, I mean, the buildings are still spread out a little bit, you know. And that makes you, get, sense. you get there and you're going to start fumbling with the door. It doesn't, it has a padlock on it, but the lock has already been unlocked by you guys. So you just got to kind of wiggle it out of that loop and we'll let you finish your action just like fumbling at that to be able to open it on your next turn. Ronnie, you've been helped out a couple steps by Ziggy towards the cabin. Morgan has really, uh, I don't think we should overly gender it, but manned up by comparison here. 
what is Ronnie and his bruised ego and battered flesh going to do? Well, he's still focused on getting inside. He knows logically he can't exactly help Morgan right now. He is extremely turned on by her display of just machismo, let's say, um, and her, you know, girl boss skills. So he he's definitely thinking she's she's the one, you know, and um, in his mind, she just ran out there to defend him because clearly she likes him. So this is just her way of admitting it. Um, part of him is really just pissed off at this at this rabbit. Like, again, he defended it. He was all for the rabbit. He's the only one that wasn't scared or bothered by it in any way. So he has like a personal vendetta against this thing. He's going to yell through the rain at Ziggy, like, throw me something, whatever the fuck you can find. Because the next time one of those things comes at him, he's just going <laughs> to swing the bat Merrill until his arms go weak. But he's still trying to get inside the cabin. Well, you guys did leave the cabin unlocked, Ronnie. I will let you get your turn to the cabin. And I would like you to make a wits plus, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A wits and larceny roll. You said the cabin was unlocked, right? So my luck packing doesn't apply. Correct. No, this is a what do I loot moment. You were looking for something. No success, unfortunately. Okay, no suggestions from me from what you might see that could be useful. You're going to have to start thinking of that for your next turn. Morgan, you're up. You got Uh, the bunny under you. So I'm going to give you plus two dice to attack. If you're going for another attack, since you're in such a really advantageous advantageous position. uh, I heard that the best way to kill a bunny fast is to crack its neck. So I'm going to try to do that somehow, even though we are rolling around on soft uh, soil. All right. You get, it has a, that defense of three, but you got your plus two. So you technically are at only a minus one to smack it around something. I'm going to suggest that if you're used, since you're going specifically for a kill, you will be able to get extra damage if you succeed on this roll by slamming the rabbit into the car. Sorry about the dent, Ronnie, you know? So what do I roll for that? Your dex and brawl again. It's going to only be a net minus one because the rabbit is still squirming and crazy active. It's freaking out. You're, it's in fear of its life for obvious reasons. I get one success. <laughs> one success is Good, you slam that rabbit hard into the side of the car. And it looks really battered. It succeeded on its stamina roll. So despite the fact it's full on dashing, it is not knocked out. But it is taking some pretty real wound penalty at this point because it's small and it's a bit battered and broken. The rabbit is going to try and bite back at you, claw viciously anything to keep itself alive, but it is not doing well, and it gets zero successes on its turn, Morgan. We're at Ziggy. Ziggy, you scramble on the shed door. Let's just, we're not going to count against your action, but let's just have a dex check to be able to scramble everything open. Dexterity plus any skill you have that really might make sense under the circumstances, because this is dark, cold, rainy nonsense. Athletics? I will take dex and athletics. 
Because I don't think I can socialize the the door open. I would be very impressed if you could talk the door into opening. Hey, door, you want to open up for me? That's more of a Ronnie line. Depends. Is the door male or female presenting? I'm not sure what the dimorphism is with them. Well, you got a su- success. You got a success. That's awesome. You are able to fumble that door open. Inside, there are hedge trimmers. There's a reasonable-looking wood axe on the wall. There are those hammers from earlier when you guys fixed the satellite dish. There is a small hatchet, and there is that no-gasoline-involved lawnmower because it's old, but anything you don't have to truck out to the cabin is something you didn't have to truck out to the cabin. Is there is there like a sledgehammer that they sometimes use in the winter to open up the ice or something? There is. I think that's very fair. There is, in fact, a good nine-pound sledgehammer, one of the medium-sized sledgehammers, not the ultra-large, annoying-to-use 24-pounders, which if you've never had to split wood with one of those, feel grateful. Even a relatively strong person will get tired faster than they expect with one of them. They also have one of those awesome giant ice augers, but using a, you know, huge drill attached to the equivalent of a chainsaw engine is a little impractical under the circumstances for Ziggy, I would presume. You going for the hammer or the axe? Oh, no, I want to bring both because I want to at least bring... uh, Okay, the hammer and the axe, both? Yeah. All right. That's both hands you can't really use either effectively while you're holding the other but you got supplies yeah and then he's going to rush over back to the cabin right ronnie at the cabin what are you doing well i imagine when he walked up the steps of the cabin he'd be on the deck where they were having the the grill so he looked for a weapon at the deck you know on the grill area i guess around the grill area so depending on whether they were going to have something to skewer meat, he would have grabbed a skewer or, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what he could have found. Um, what are they called? Those little. This is actually what I'd had you make the role for. So I could have made you some good excuses for finding things. But I'm going to say the best thing that's available on the grill is if you've ever seen one of those long handled grill knives that they have for like cutting into the steak, big old handle with a bit of a blade on the end of it, not quite as useful as a machete or something like that, but just big enough to keep the heat off your hands, there is a grill knife. Okay. Grill and there's knife also one of those long double prong skewers if you prefer. That's what or I was you're, trying you're to say. Try I was like, what is it, that metal thing? Yeah, well, um, it's a two-pronged grill fork, technically, I think. Okay. Wh- you, which you one are you know. going for? Or are you going to go with one in each hand and try to go all hungry barbarian? I, I mean, he is a very angry young man, so I'm He's going to grab the 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 fork one on his injured hand and he's going to grab the more stabby one on his other hand because again the next thing that comes at him he's going to go full on you know drax on so he's grabbed that and he's still trying to make his way into the cabin his idea is since Ziggy is grabbing weapons and Morgan is probably going to join him soon They'll all meet up at the cabin. He'll lock up the doors and then they'll just fight anything that tries to get in. All right. You've grabbed things. You're going to head inside the deck door of the cabin. There's technically one door on the other side as well. 
because you know it might be a cabin but they still want to have two doors just in case the other one's back towards where the cars are more towards the combat and we're back to morgan again holding that her hand against that oh, bruised and battered jackalope what you gonna do morgan uh can i end it <laughs> given the level of injury it is a successful role will be turning a lot of bashing into lethal and if you get at least a couple successes you have a good chance of ending it okay i'll try that uh how are the penalties or bonuses looking for me uh you're honestly still in a really advantageous position so the rabbit's not really getting an effective very good defense you're only at minus one die yeah i'm getting nothing all right i think the rabbit has finally managed to slip out of your grasp and getting on the door ground there and starts kind of howling out in pain a bit and starts to sing a new song starts singing riders on the storm and right as it starts to sing you can hear the chorus starting to get answered out of the woods break time want to find out more about the story join our discord channel the link is in the description